1: Mm-hmm.
0: We back, we back, we back. She come on like this, so she say,
1: oh, Money,
0: she's money, go long, be tripping, the yard, be all in this day. Keep he dropping her eggs, I'm tossing it back. Hey, 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 hey. She calling me. Hey, yeah. I do it like that. I like when it snaps I'm smoking the roach, and killin' the rats I'm Smoking the roach, and I'm killing the rats When I'm back in the Jets, I'll be flipping the pack Smokin' the roach, and killin' the rats Every thing I got, I took, and if I owe it, bitch, I paid it back I'm my left, brisk and scrap Ain't no me and creep, when I see, the what I'm smashing up on my team I did ah, the, gold. I did right. the My little nigga say oh you see, yeah. ain't no surprise, for you your dad son We there so that's right, the
2: show that we humble, man We gon' fight,
0: hey, look like flying he'll bury kids, we hit the pot Get a we hit the white. They be pulling down by a skateboard, must be lit. Fucking a grass stick, throw it away, walk. you
1: ain't got no hint. I
0: the drive time it's a hit. They already guess, yeah, the slide was there. Now you nigga. you know, keep my distance, right with
1: being the kind of guy that's Let's taking right his job real serious it. at the border. So he has to be there because be the be all in
0: day. it, well. it, ray. it I'm tossing it back. don't know it how it became a with you? Yeah, baby, I don't I, do it like, like, that.
1: That. I, I like, like when i the and killin' the
0: i uh, yeah. uh, yeah.
1: yeah. and I don't even the know if you yeah.
2: found that. They found out. Oh, like, really?
0: They call them they was like, that thing oh, I got hey. I
1: took, and if I owed <laughs> you, bitch, I paid it back. face <laughs> <to> my, <laughs> my <laughs> 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 You really don't have kids. You know, I never
0: learned I know, You know, swinging with stick. You I hear my bass singing and, and not a bite of the bullet I know he's yeah, hey, in the Florida, right, of the so, road, I'm trippin' I'm to
2: Miriam,
0: pissing, I'm, teary, I'm fucking FaceTime, audio, fuck nigga, gotta go get him wet yeah, yeah. no ticket, so, friend or an enemy, city and killin' I haven't
2: seen you in a little bit, yeah, yeah, you're a
0: little
1: She's her it back She calling me, yeah, do it
0: like that I like when it's next,
1: well this is the roach the rat. Yeah, this is so it. like, but when I get I'm it, it done, it's a lot, it's a
0: lot, it's a
1: it's the fade, Yo. but now like, it's, it's, it's turning silly, really quick. No, but and you
0: didn't and if I all you, you can't. Oh now I'm paying, I'm
1: paying money for, for somebody to style me. You see, you see it's a difference, right? It's a difference. You get a difference. But even the, even the, um, the barber. 'Cause he kept it like high like you said. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Man, i am like to get it a little bit lower. So he cut it a little bit lower. He's like, Yeah, it looks like, cool. Is this lower? Uh, the original? No, no, no. This is like this is this is um not chin strap low, but but Powerful. so I have this um friend in uh Mississauga in Canada, like Toronto area, and he's like a barber, like badass But He he like whenever Will Smith goes out there. This is the guy who cuts anybody who's like something in Canada when they need a cut, they go to him. And he started this little like barbershop in his is like garage mm. and it's fire. But what he does, like he does like hair tats. OK, I know so he he's really, really skilled with um, with the clippers and everything. So when I went out there, he was the first person that I, I was. he's like, Sunil, you know, is it cool if I just do whatever that I think will look good on you? And I was like, yeah, man, do your thing. And uh, he started with the real thin chin strap. Like, mm-hmm. it was just a line. And then it was like goatee, but everything else was like real thin. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was sick. But back then, I was a lot skinnier. had like better features and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is better now that I'm like fat. Um,
2: mm. <laughs> 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 no comment. Um, <laughs> it, there was this post on the academics page. And I don't know if I... Vile, you know the academics comment section is. Uh, but it's, I don't read it. it's, it's the most vile place on the internet, okay. which is why I love it. <laughs> so the two most vile places on the internet on the internet is academics comment section and grandy's comment section. Who's so Grandy. Grandy is academics grand wizard. <laughs> um it's hard to explain. <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> um Is that but, a guy or a girl? Um it's a guy. Uh, okay. Yeah. Is it like an academics alter ego?
2: um no it's like based off of academics and so the things it's so it's it's like a it's like a universe but it's weird to explain because there's 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 grand wizard chat nigga there's (laughs) chat nigga there's uh are these all on on twitch
1: no uh these are on instagram oh are these like fan pages kind of thing Man, okay. So, does he have anything to do with them? Yes, or- oh, okay. but he doesn't
2: run them. Uh, okay, it, it, okay, it's hard to explain because other people run it, but they create these pages that academics promotes, mm-hmm. and those pages make money through academics. But academics doesn't charge for it. He so just builds a universe, helping
1: people, helping people out, basically. Yes,
2: but it's centered around academics, right? Right. right. So, for example, like Grandy posts things that are Drake centric. Because academics loves Drake's, Drake.
1: yeah, and then I feel like that it was like a switch. I feel like he wasn't as hard on Drake's balls as he's been recently. No,
2: now it's like excessive. It's one hundred percent like too much, but it's also kind of like a joke.
1: I thought it was because he finally
2: he got Drake gave him the bag. I don't think Drake gave him the bag. I just think because he talks to Drake now, like he uh, has a deeper connection with him. Gotcha. But uh, it's kind of a joke, like. Oh he's doing it on purpose Yeah like okay so Grandy posts Somehow he turns everything into Drake Like it's this ongoing thing And then yesterday And for the past like three days You you should read the comment section Because it's funny but they're all private pages And you have to kind of be within the thing For him to accept you Oh okay So uh,
1: And I'm not Yeah
2: (laughs) You can even Like at this point I feel like it's too easy to get confused. Right. You know, what, I'm already confused
1: what. just like listening to you yes. right now. So. But,
2: so he he like turns everything into Drake and then the last few days, you, he hasn't post Drake, right? He posted one time, but it wasn't like his normal way of posting it. And in the comment section, people are always like, Oh my gosh, he's slurping for Drake and da 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 all this stuff. But then but then he doesn't post Drake and everyone's like, Grandy, post Drake <laughs> It's like so uh, funny, yo.
1: But um, the what are they? The comment sections are just toxic, bro. Like, it's
2: lovely. Like yeah. Cardi B is uh, mentioned one time. She was like, "The one place I never want to be is in the academics comment section." <laughs> she was like, "Please don't post me because I don't want your comment section to eat me up alive." Wow. But there was this one comment. Like, there's three things that people say about academics all the time, and it's like academics go build a family, mm-hmm. academics goes to McDonald's, and academics needs to work out. So those are like the three things. Uh-huh. McDonald's, you're old, go get a family and work out. There was this guy who got onto academics post. And it was like, uh, it was like Cordae showing that he lost some weight. Uh-huh. And everybody was like, take notes, academic, take notes. You need to go to the gym. This one guy just wrote, act, you're fat. Oh my gosh. Like it had so many likes and everybody, all like the blue check marks uh-huh. were Racking up because everybody else was trying to kind of be nice about it. They uh-huh. were like, "Take no tack, go to the gym." At no, this dude was like, Act you're fat," and I, was, I like lost it. Anybody who knows, like Andrew, uh, what's his name? Andrew from Self flagrant right? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was all up in there. Like everybody was all up into this comment section. I just that the advancement of the internet is in the comment section. <laughs> um, but either way, um, that's t- also hell. <laughs> yeah, but only if you're in it right. But if you're just like reading, you uh-huh. know, it's fun um, But I I, I want to bring one thing up before And it's like technology Based? Yeah, right. um, before we get into any of the sure. other stuff So you know YouTube is is it's taking away
1: the dislike, dislike button in that, Well, they're keeping it, but you can't see the number Correct What does that say? Um, They're not liking how uh, their political message is Oh I it's getting a uh, Yeah, they made it out to be, like, to help out content creators and stuff like that. Yeah, because of the whole Kanye thing. Yeah. Kanye
2: originally said we need to remove likes so that it's no longer about that, blah, 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 blah.
1: Right, but I don't think it was that. I think this is more about how they're, uh, you know, they obviously have a a political ideology, you can tell, and... A lot of the, a lot of that ideology uh, gets ratioed real quick with the dislike button. I didn't even think about that at all. Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah, that's at least that's what when I first saw that, I was like, "This ain't about no young." How long has YouTube been out? How many True. content creators have been birthed from that? And the like, dislike thing is like a way of. If anything, it's a way for content creators to realize what works, what doesn't work. You know what I mean? But now, the, I mean, they
2: could still see it, but it's only going to be on the private side. They can only see. Yeah, yeah. But, but then what? Th- because they're saying that people are throwing
1: dislike campaigns to like. So know. when you OK, but I mean, isn't that part of interacting with, you know, isn't that part of social media like you just talked about right now? But to me, I think it's more that they're trying to save. Dang, that's a good point that you just made. Because, because if, you it, is, like, the, if you look at it, like, if you look at it, like, you know, whatever political way you lean, but like, when you look at Joe Biden videos. You mean Brandon? Yeah. <laughs> they, um, there's definitely, uh, the ratio is definitely not good. And I think for a platform that obviously leans a certain way, you know, if all of the messaging is getting more dislikes than it is likes, I mean, they could say that it's a... Dislike campaign or maybe it's just People aren't vibing with what you're Saying you know? here's the
2: thing here's the Thing there's two points I have to Make on that and I actually am Enjoying this conversation
1: the first Point
2: I have to make is um, the amount Of people that engage on the Internet is v- relatively small sure Right so they so
1: compared to largest society yeah, yeah
2: right so like the Number is 1% of Americans post on Twitter Once a day or so Mm -hmm. You know at any point in time if you calculate The numbers even at the end of the month It's only less than 1% of the entire Population of the country So let's say you're on Twitter And Mm -hmm. you notice that everybody hates Joe Biden Right That doesn't necessarily mean That everybody hates hates Joe Biden Now the second point I'm going to make is YouTube Says that they're a platform Not a publisher Right. Right So For legal purposes. Exactly. So at the end of the day, their job is to just get eyeballs on the site so that they can charge advertisers or so they could charge for advertising space. So wouldn't it make sense for you to just give the people whatever they want, whether it's left, right, up or down?
1: On a business on on the business end? Yes. However, it depends on where you get your bag from.
2: Well, who who has the bigger bag? Entity one, entity two, or the people?
1: Well, it depends on who could affect your bag, right? Tell so, me more. So, I mean, would you agree that these social media platforms have become political over the last maybe, I let's say, Trump era four years? The actual companies that? Well, just maybe some of the philo- philosophical changes as far as more of the, um, what's it called? Um, not banning, but like I mean, there has been some banning, but like they've been more uh i guess forceful or as far as what content can go for, what content can't go for they've been very active in what messaging is okay and what messaging isn't okay, oh okay, as yeah. opposed to from previous years right right right, right. and it seems te- it seems to kind of only benefit maybe a certain ideology. Or it's very consistent with a certain ideology. I wouldn't say benefit because obviously somebody could fact check this and be like, well, this is, you know, when it was not beneficial for this ideology. But I would say like a majority of it is leaning one way. Mm -hmm. And that's what it seems like. But at the same time, the opposite side still has huge growth, huge. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. But but what I'm saying to go back to the original point is if maybe there are certain. So like, obviously. These social media platforms, one of the ways that they can bypass lo- legal ramifications or any kind of like um, any kind of like liability for stuff that happens on their platforms mm-hmm. is uh, one of these laws that's on the books that causes them to be um, what you talked about. Instead of like a publisher, they are just a, a platform platform. They're treated like the phone company. Right. Mm-hmm. If enough politicians decide that isn't the case anymore right that hey we uh then all of a sudden now they become a publisher where now they can be legally um i guess legally binded or liable for stuff that happens on their platform so if there's a certain entity that controls that that is like you need to do this otherwise we're going to do that I don't know if that's happening, but I'm just saying, like, conspiracy theories.
2: What's that called? Two thirty reform.
1: Exactly. Because the thing is, at the end of the day,
2: I feel like there's an enormous amount of pressure on creators to create things that they may not necessarily want to create, and it limits our ability of what we can show and what we can't. That was the purpose of the internet, right? So if you think about like FCC Mm -hmm. back in the day when people were Putting things on television, you know, back in the 50s, FCC requirement or whatnot said you can't have a married couple sleeping in the same bed.
1: Was FCC all the way back then? Yeah, like uh,
2: there's always regulation, right? Hmm, so, I thought it was
1: big during, like, Clinton time.
2: Oh, no, there's always some form of regulation. Got you. So let's say even in the movies, right? Um, there was a rule that said that the main character who is the hero, mm-hmm. if they are a hero, they cannot be seen smoking cigarette Right, right. So it's like things like that where it's like, okay, they understand that these things influence people, right? You know, and they d- dictate culture and they do all that kind of stuff.
1: So you think it's always from a
2: genuine space? I think maybe it could have started that way, but the internet, I think, exists because because what started off as good intentions right. turned into rotten soil pretty quick. So the internet, just like Bitcoin, and just like all these other things, are trying to stray away from regulation. Bitcoin is
1: pure, and it will always be pure. Sure. We'll take that back. You can say that now, until, Stop. but they're no. going to tax Never. it. Never. They're taxing it. Yeah, but that's only because of Brandon.
2: Sure, but Brand- there's always going to be a Brandon. Mm, maybe There's not. <laughs> always going to be a Brandon. There's always going to say, like, oh, man, we need to talk about
1: this. With the Elon Musk situation Did you see just what happened right now? Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Elon Musk is my favorite billionaire of all time. Of all time. There's not another billionaire that I think will ever be what Elon Musk is. What about
2: Bernard (laughs) Arnault?
1: But let's let's finish up on the YouTube thing. What did you think about the dislike button? So I didn't think about the political end. Um, How did you feel about it as someone who's in that creator space? Right. So I I think. um, And also seeing the business side of things. I, okay, so let's start on the
2: creating part. So originally YouTube used to be able to allow, allow people to rank their videos by stars. Yes. You know, 5 stars, 3 stars, 2 stars, and I think they got rid of it in 2010. And you have to recognize that most people make a decision based on reviews. Right. Right? Because what other people think. Yeah. And and it's and it's understandable because for a long time you could buy something And you have no clue what you're going to get. Right. So if you have a barometer for what is what, what's coming up, that helps you shape a decision. Mm -hmm. So that's why movie review critics are somewhat important. Or Yelp. Or or Yelp or Facebook reviews. Reviews mean like somebody else took this risk. And it worked out or it didn't work out. So let me just be careful. Mm -hmm. So I think that when you get into the YouTube space, like one of the most disliked videos on YouTube is a Justin Bieber, baby, baby, baby (laughs) video. But like, does it deserve that?
1: Probably not. (laughs) You you know what I'm saying? It's also been viewed a billion
2: times. Exactly. So I think I think that like at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, people deserve some form of understanding of what they're getting into Right YouTube trades time for money So when I get on YouTube I'm spending my time to watch something And you, when you when you get on YouTube Like you're not only watching something For your pure entertainment I think you do that on Instagram You do that on Facebook You do that on uh, TikTok But on, on YouTube People are looking up how to do things Like it's a search engine Right You see what I'm saying So Yeah, let's say you're like how to fade my own beard, you know, and then you have a plethora of videos in front of you of everybody who's trying to teach you the way that you know which video to watch is this one has a lot of views. And not only does it have a lot of views, it has a lot of thumb thumbs up versus versus the thumb down. Right. So I'm going to spend my time on this because other people took their time to do this. So. To me, I was like, I don't necessarily think it's fair that you could just see, like, everything is good. And right. it's like, what?
1: You know, g- give us some kind of something to let us know, like. I think it also hurts the content creator because at the end of the day, like you said, uh, these content creators are getting paid based off of subscriptions, based off of view hours and um, interactions. Right. Mm-hmm. And. Even if it's a negative campaign, quote unquote, like YouTube is saying, the fact that people are engaged, even if it's a negative way.
2: No. So they're saying it's like a bomb. So uh, let's say you're trying to you made a post about the 49ers. Mm -hmm. And then another person who's similar to you tells their fans who maybe they're like the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. They tell their fans, get on Sunil's video and bomb it with dislikes.
1: Yeah. And I think that does happen. I mean, that definitely does happen, but uh, but at the same time, you also, even if it's a bunch of dislikes, it's still people that are going to the page, and that means they're aware of you and stuff like that. I don't know how much it hurts like in the algorithm and all this kind of stuff. If anything, I think that it should just... YouTube should have done something to the algorithm versus just take away the button. You know what I mean? Like maybe Mm. dislikes aren't as important to the algorithm, Mm. like unweight them or something like that versus, you know, versus take, take them completely away. Right. And, but I also kind of feel like, um, what was I about to say? Oh, shoot.
2: Well, when it's all said and done, I don't think it's necessarily fair. Oh yeah. The mental health thing. Mm -hmm. I don't want to come off insensitive. However, I don't think that it's fair to throw everything on mental health. We're going to get rid of the dislike button because we've seen that it affects the mental health of our creators. Listen. Don't be a creator. Let me put it in a less. (laughs) I'm going to put it in a less mm, like that way. I'm going to say this. Artists know that they create things and they put it out there with the understanding that the public is going to judge it. The reason why the public is going to judge it is because the public is consuming it. Right. So just like any reason why you go to a restaurant, you continuously go there because you like it. And if you listen or watch a video on YouTube and you continuously follow their stuff, it's because you like it. Now, an additional part of that would be like maybe you sort of like it and you leave some form of response that lets them know like there are things you can in- improve mm-hmm. on and then they listen to the people and then they improve on it. So for me I just think that it's not necessarily fair to just say, well, it hurts our creators' mental health. Like what mental health? Like what do you what does it hurt? You know, it right. hel- it hurts their mental health because they see people dislike their videos. But okay, People are there to consume the video, and they may or may not like it. You have to understand that and shake the hand of the man that you do the deal with. That says, "Listen, with the good comes the bad."
1: But didn't you say they still could see how many people dislike their they video? They see it on the opposite end, so they see it on, on their, in like YouTube Studio. Yes, but that's what I'm saying. So if that's the if the thing is, we need to protect our uh, protect our creators and their mental health. So we're taking away this. Uh, how many public dislikes are viewed. At the end of the day, won't a private dislike hurt just as much as a public dislike?
2: I think it's that idea of if you yell at me in private, it's okay. But if it's in public, you're embarrassing. <laughs> Man,
1: this is just another step towards the softening of mm-hmm. society. Mm. Yo, like, people aren't going to be, hey, if they took away... If they took away just something so simple as like the inability to like, let's say all of a sudden one of our enemies just jammed up people's like signals and you no longer could use your phone. Half of society, half of the United States would like kill themselves. Okay, Relax. It it seems that way we because we gotta take word. away we gotta take away the dislike button for mental health reasons. Well, that's what Instagram says too. We're gonna get away. We're gonna get rid of our likes for mental so health. What reasons. are we doing here? How 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 do you expect people like what like how? how yo, you have you put up a picture. Uh-huh. You made your profile public. Okay, there's a reason why you made it public instead of private. You want more eyes on it. Uh-huh. But now you're going to get upset if people if you don't like the way that people envision you. Well, you had a couple of choices. One, you could make your profile private and only allow the people that you want there to be looking that are going to give you positive feedback and like your pictures and slide in your DMs and all that kind of stuff.
2: What if they just remove the likes in general? Like no more likes.
1: I mean, then what are we like? I, I don't know that internet. Look, if we're trying to if if they're trying to pivot and make these social media platforms different and maybe that's what they're trying to do is like, look, whatever these used to be is like whatever you are used to get over it because we're not going to do it that way. But it's the reasoning behind it that I'm like, this is stupid, like mental health reasons. Get rid of your apps, get rid of Instagram, get rid of YouTube. That'll save a lot more mental health than anything else. Right. Because, at the end of the day, it's these uh, it's the addiction to these social media platforms that's causing the mental health issues, not a dislike button.
2: I'm going to tell you this, though. There there are people who say like social media ruins lives and stuff. 100 percent. No, no. But but I'm going to have to fight back on that. I
1: I know the self-accountability stuff. Yeah, because ultimately, like you have a choice. A, a to platform, not look. Uh, uh, uh,
2: the app doesn't do anything to you. Sure, you do something with the app.
1: However, when I
2: think that people are destructive
1: to people, I get that. But what I'm saying is, when the social media platform is coming out saying we are trying to make it easier on our creators' mental health, you want to make it easier, and you want you really care about mental health, mm-hmm. get rid of your app. You know if you really care about With that. your cold heart right. They should have a dislike comment section <laughs> They should dislike the shit out of this And I'll look at it and I will smile every single time Cause you know what I'm not soft
2: Oh, Okay with that being said <laughs> We're gonna come back to our regular conversation After this break
0: This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window
2: All right. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess my buttons don't want to work. Here. <laughs> I think you un unclicked I it. I unbuttoned it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I see what I did. Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. Hey. You got a Chris voice on there? That, that's for Sean. Uh,
1: that's trash.
2: Let's leave that there for a <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's trash. All right. Okay. All right. Welcome back. Um. Uh, to the show Alright So um, <laughs> We're experimenting with this sound. Yeah, it's great So um, t- Tell us more And this is gonna go Specifically For people who um, Utilize social media Especially for work You know, because I, I've, I've used I use social media a lot for work I mm. do a lot of business from Instagram, Facebook All that kind of stuff Referrals that come specifically from Social media so let's have that conversation And find out like what What more can social media do to make You more comfortable and is it Their job to do that or is it for you To say there are things on social media I don't like and things that I do like And I'm going to avoid and or Veer towards the things that I like and or Don't like now here's one thing I saw earlier today There is this girl that I Know she posted a like Stomach wrap Like it's like a skim But
1: She's are you talking a, about like a waist trainer?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not a waist trainer per se. It's huh. just more like a it tightens your body up so
1: you can gotcha. fit in that dress. Okay, you know okay.
2: Saying. And I, I went through her comment section. And I was like, I'm going to see what people are saying. Mm-hmm. And she's not, you know, she's like a shapely sh- girl. Okay. Um, she's a beautiful girl, but she's, you know, a little bit heavier. And um, everybody was like, yeah, you look so great, amazing. Where can I buy this? Blah, 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 right? But there was one guy. Who at the very bottom, it's funny because his name is Boaz. If anybody here is like a biblical kid, you would understand like this guy's the exact opposite of the Boaz that everybody's like waiting for. Mm -hmm. And he goes, Why don't you just go to the gym? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can't wait to see what she says because this is gonna showcase to me where she's at with this whole social media thing. Right. Because she knows she's not a small girl. She's like a, you know, she's a thick girl. And she goes, I've actually tried wearing it at the gym once, and I didn't actually find it too comfortable. But thanks for letting me know. She's a savage, and I was like, "Dang, that's such a good response!" Right. Because he was trying to get right. under your skin. He has one of those pages with like he follows four people, right? And like, he's he's China, yeah. He's trying to, like get a rise out of you, right, right, and right. she was just like, mm, "Doop doop."
1: She's on. savage.
2: It was awesome. It was awesome. So,
1: yeah, way, I mean, look, there's a lot of benefits to social media. I think. I think people just like you, we've had this conversation before any any one of these vehicles can be used positively or negatively based off of you as the person. Right. Mm-hmm. I think I found so many great relationships as far as friendships and stuff like that through social media, mm-hmm. um, people that I would have never met if it wasn't for Twitter or like things of that nature through like common interests, whether it be. MMA or whether it be you know 49ers or whatever the case may be as well as like you said I've learned so much through YouTube. How many, YouTube's been a savior as far as like me trying to do some quick research or want to delve in deeper and mm-hmm. you know even people that I like follow that I think um, shape the way that I think and stuff like that um, through podcasts and things of that nature I found through social media so I think there's a lot of um, benefits to it. However, we can't get to a. I feel like there's a portion of society that spends a lot of time, maybe they're, they're in Silicon Valley or something like that. That feels like they could protect away struggle, and there's this mentality that like we gotta we gotta make sure that life is as easy as it is for people, or we gotta stay away from struggle and all this kind of stuff. And I personally feel like that is a does a huge disservice for making someone strong enough to be capable and really learn how to enjoy life.
2: Now, here's the thing though. Um, I responded to something earlier today that somebody sent me, and it was a little girl who got, who's 10, mm-hmm. and somebody s- said like racially insensitive things to her at school. Okay. And then she killed herself. Okay. And, they asked me what was my opinion and i kind of i'm kind of piecing this with the social media thing cuz they said the little white boy does it die and i was like i honestly don't place that on him and i don't place her killing herself on her either right i put it on her parents and i say that because when we go out into the world we specifically us even as children There's a conversation or 10 that need to happen between mom, dad, and child. Listen, when you go out there, it ain't no dislike buttons. Right, Things are going to fly out of people's mouths. People are going to do things to you, and it's not going to feel okay. You have to have enough belief that you're okay because we're here inside of your heart at home no matter what we got your back you have to have enough confidence in yourself and in your community that no matter what people say to you you gotta let it fly even as a 10 year old right yeah and and that's the conversation that the other people don't have to have with their kids but we do and i want to know and i'm not blaming her parents there are, there's nobody to blame but i'm just saying i'm hoping that in the future that conversation happens many times so we don't have to see those stories again and and i and i put that in social media as well because social media is used mainly by women and children um, you know men of
1: course use social media as well but it's like a smaller number you know i just think that we have, to, as a society, have to understand that we need to be we need to we need to be creating a society where we could give people as many tools as possible. And when people think about tools, they think about like maybe skills, and maybe it's more like skills as far as that could be you know seen. Like maybe hey, this person is great at archery, which or this person is great at you know you know with guns or you know basketball or you know those type of skills but and then like reading writing math skills right but there's also like interpersonal skills that are that runs the world extremely important right um i I remember a few years ago there was this big thing where everybody was talking about emotional intelligence and stuff like that right Mm -hmm. and um just the ability to read people the ability to communicate with people empathy i think are all those things are extremely important tools but another thing is resilience and the only way you could, the only way you could develop resilience, unfortunately,
2: is through opposition.
1: You have to go through some shit. Right? And I know, and I know, I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm misreading what you were saying. Like, you were saying, we need to have this conversation. Are you speaking more as a black person? Yeah. Okay. So, I, you know, I, I can't sit here and say, I know your your story and all this kind of stuff, but maybe there's a difference there but i think any race or any person is dealing with shit yeah of course they are so like it's not just like oh this is only a black person thing because i think one of the problems with society is everybody's trying to play the biggest victim card possible for sure, right for sure. and that story with the little girl is terrible right and I, the Probably one of the biggest reasons It made the news and all that kind of stuff Is the racial component now, here's Because the there's a lot of little kids Whether they be white, Indian, Asian Or whatever it is mm-hmm. That are going through the same type of bullying And all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. Didn't have maybe the racial component to it So it's mm-hmm. not national news
2: No, but here's the thing Let me actually open that up And just say like It's not only black I mm-hmm. think Anybody that's a minority Because Whatever other people are dealing with We deal with that and we deal with an additional part, you know. And so that's what I'm saying. Like, you probably went through the same thing as well. Maybe. But see, the thing is,
1: I've never society has never given me the red, the green light to be sitting here as a victim. No,
2: we're not victims. I don't know what 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 I'm saying.
1: But what I'm saying is like it's tools. Like, maybe a white kid doesn't have to deal with the racial component. Right. But maybe they're getting bullied for another reason. They're not strong. They're not like, so what what I'm saying is, like, at the end of the day, it's tools. You're right. The conversation about a support system needs to be had. The conversation about, hey, this is temporary and whatever is going on. Well, what I'm saying is, like, temporary as far as the feeling you have, because you can develop a way mm-hmm. of not having to feel that way again. Mm-hmm. If we look at it with the right perspective, right? Because there's this kid, his name is young, Na N a, a H I think. And there's this video, viral video of him yeah. where he was talking, like he's in a car and his mom is recording him. And he was like, I was at school today or something. And there was a kid and he's like, I was wearing filas because I like the colors and all this kind of stuff. And the kid was making fun of me because I was wearing Fila's and I wasn't wearing Nike's or Jordans and all this kind of stuff because Fila's, I guess, are a, like a cheaper brand of shoes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he, he's, he's a black kid. Mm-hmm. And he's, he, he says, and I told the kid, I was like, why are you making fun of my shoes? He's like, what I'm wearing right now doesn't even matter. He's like, what matters is what's in my head. He's like, 20 years from now, you and me are both not going to be able to fit into the shoes that we're wearing right now. But what is going to matter is the way that we think, the way that we feel about ourselves, the way that, you know, and just like all of this positive stuff. And this is probably like 10 year old, 11 year old Mm -hmm. that's talking like this. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm saying is like, yeah, there's I got I'm sure I got bullied. I could think of maybe two instances where. I got bullied But I also know There was very few times That I let it affect me Because I had so much Other stuff going on And I probably had Great um, Support from my parents And Great conversations With them and stuff like that And I remember even like The racial stuff I've been called Terrorist before I've been called All kinds of things Because you know I'm kind of like ethnic fluid depending on what people like see me as and all this kind of stuff but i can never truly say that i felt ever a victim of racism and i don't think it's because if other people were in my shoes wouldn't feel like they were a victim of racism they probably were like yo that was some racist shit that you had to deal with but for me it's like i look at racism like i look at any other asshole it's just an asshole that's in ignorant and all these kinds of things like the what makes it what gives that power is me feeding into it.
2: Now here's the thing. I think that you are coming to this realization as a 38-year-old man, right? But hold on one second. Sure. I think it is easy to say that when it's it's not your reality. So first I have to say the word victim, I have to I have to like redefine it. Because right now, a victim has kind of a negative connotation of like you like. Sometimes people don't think that victims are truly victims. And here's what I will say to that. Um, yeah, you could be a victim of X, Y and Z. Right. But that, but what happens to you afterwards is is the true realization of the event. Right. So a Black child or a Mexican child Or an Asian child Or an Indian child Mm -hmm. um, Especially first generation um, May go through these Things that other people Go through right so everybody as an American gets bullied for something you don't Have enough money your shoes are lame This that and the third right but they have This additional component that they Are not born to know how to deal With Mm -hmm. right so Um When I see those kind of stories, I can definitely relate because, you know, I've racist things happen to me all the time, like literally still today, you know, Um, so it's too it's too easy to just say like, oh, things happen to other people. Like, yes, things do happen to other people, but other people are luckily equipped to know how to handle that because everybody can give you advice on what to do when somebody bullies you over your shoes everybody can give you advice on how to um, deal with a bully who deals with you because you don't have the same kind of money that they have. Mm -hmm. But not everybody is equipped to deal with somebody who gets bullied for something they cannot control, such as their race or such as their sexuality or such as blah, blah, blah. And it takes somebody who's been through that to be able to have that conversation. Because if you were to be like the parent of a black child, The things to say to about a black child who's getting bullied over his race is to not say, hey, man, everybody else gets bullied over other things. Just get over it. No, dude, I understand this ain't just bullying like, you know, this this could easily turn into something else very, very quickly based on your response and based on whatever that person does as well historically it has shown that that can happen. So we should have a very different conversation about that and to say, Hey, look, no matter what, like you can say that to somebody about their shoes. You can say that to somebody about their money and whatever. But when it comes to race and minorityisms and things like that, you got to be careful because those things don't easily change within the minds of people. You know, a 10 year old is not going to say, hey, man, what what about what's in my mind? No, that person doesn't respect what's in your mind because you don't look like them, you know. And so it's it's, it's a it's different. It's not I get this, that. It's not and the I, easiest thing to just say, like, oh, everybody else has problems.
1: But that's not what I would say anyways. Like, that's an oversimplification. Of what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that it, it goes back to giving tools. Mm-hmm. And what I was pointing out is more like. To, to to be like, okay, well, this is more of a problem than this, is mm-hmm. where I start seeing a problem. Because at the end of the day, we all deal with certain things, and how we see it is how we see it. Adding value to, oh, this person's struggle is, or is worse than well, no, we don't. that person's We're not struggle. Do that. That's what I'm saying, but that's what it kind of sounds like. No. When it's like, what I'm saying is that at the end of the day, the solution is the same in the sense that you have to give people the tools to, to be able to deal with the circumstances and the situations and all these kinds of things that's there.
2: Yeah. In that sense, we agree. But
1: what I'm saying is not everybody is equipped to teach. Sure. And that goes back to the bigger point of what I'm saying is, is that we're only getting farther and farther away of equipping people with the right types of tools to, to make society stronger as a whole. Because instead of Teaching people the tools, giving people more education and understanding, and uh, and dealing with situations that genuinely you could just uh, evolve into a stronger version of yourself. We're just trying to take away the dislike button. We're trying to make it easier to live versus let us give let us make people stronger. Right. We're just trying to make it an easier place to live versus um, making people elevate themselves to become better versions of themselves. And that's where I think is a larger scale thing of why maybe sometimes I come off as insensitive. Maybe sometimes I come off as the dick or the asshole It's because I, you can't be both. I can't be, Uh, but, uh, but what I'm saying is like, uh, I believe strongly and I see people becoming weaker and it hurts me because I know that their life isn't going to get any better Like Mm there always be a problem. And until you have the tools to deal with that problem, you can't just have this whiteout that you're just going to erase all of these problems. Let's, let's figure out a way to have less problems. No, let's figure out a way to get stronger to where these problems don't affect us, or we have the tools to be able to overcome them very quickly. So what, so my point is, this is actually more nuanced.
2: My point is to say, not everybody could teach you how to do something. Mm -hmm. Right. So, You don't go to aeronautic school at a swimming lesson. Sure. You see what I'm saying? Right. You have to go to the right people. And what I'm saying is um, the struggles that you deal with. Your mentor has to have already experienced them. Sure. It has to be very specific help.
1: And not just experience the Kelby, also be able to articulate it in a way that it makes sense. Because I think there's certain people that have experienced certain things. Yeah. But either they haven't come to the right understanding of how to deal with it or they don't know how to articulate in the right way to be able to teach somebody. Right. Because. A lot of people have experienced things and handled it in the wrong ways and think that it's the right way to handle things. You for know sure, what I mean? For sure. So that's also a problem too. That's why I'm saying like it's about tools. It's about, and I, I agree with you. And let's let's even get it. Let's even make it smaller to the school, right? Because a lot of these things are happening in school or with students. Like maybe they're happening online, but it's with people that you go to school with and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's why there needs to be, I think, a lot more diversity in who teaches at schools. Because if there's only one train of thought that's like, let's say, just for example, let's make life easier. Let's remove all of these struggles Mm -hmm. as much as possible to to make it a safe space for students or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. which I do think that there's a value to that. But there has to be people in that same campus is like, look, there's never there's no such thing as a safe space in this world. It's never going to get to that point because at the end of the day, human nature and whatever the case may be let's teach these people these tools let's teach them how to deal with this type of stuff let's teach them how to um how to contend against these type of challenges and stuff like that so i think that's important to go back to your point is like yeah you have to have the you have to have um representation i guess is the word or mm-hmm. people that can articulate and teach in the right way that aren't just like Let's just erase problems and try right. to make it yeah. a utopia, which.
2: No, and and we have a unique situation on our hands. You know, most other countries are not built in a way where. They have this, to deal with. Yeah, problems. this doesn't this doesn't matter because in most other countries, everybody's similar and or the same. Yep. Um, but here we have a unique issue. And I don't I also don't think it's fair to be so upset about things without coming with a form of solution. Right. Only because this is not something that other people have had to deal with before. And the United States is a very young country when it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. Right. And we have a unique set of problems that require new ways of thinking and new ways of being tolerant and new ways of being patient and new ways of teaching and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it, it's, it's a, it's a good Problem to have, because once we solve it, the next generation is going to have a better life, you know, um, and it may not be easier, but it could it will be better.
1: I don't think it could be solved on a national basis It's going to be solved on individual mean. basis. That's the root.
2: So yeah. You, the seed is individuality. Right. And in your neighborhood. It's important to have. And I, I don't like when people say this word because it's overused, but you have to have a sense of community where people think similarly and everybody is ready and willing to train the next group of people to think in a evolved way of a similar of the similar manner, something that fits the time. Um, So once you do that, things spread, you know, with migration, with immigration, with all those things, people and their ideology will continue to spread and grow Throughout different areas And then you have unity And once you have unity in area 1 Unity spreads into area 2 And all the way through area 50 So that that's kind of where I am At the moment And it's a good conversation that comes off of Something as simple as a dislike button right? Because I, do, I don't think that they should get rid of it I think you should just keep it With the good comes the bad With the yin comes the yang And uh, don't be so quick To think that removing um, difficulty
1: creates a life of no difficulty. Right. If anything it makes it harder I think. Um, But yeah I mean it's interesting I think that it it, like you said it's a we started this off of a a dislike button but I think we both think it's a larger microcosm I guess Mm -hmm. of of what's going on in the way I guess social media and you know, that entity, uh, is viewing life or moving towards. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's, um, it's great. And I just think that like, I don't know, I think that it's, uh, it's something that we need to, we need to, as a society decide, uh, maybe that's one of the struggles right now is just like deciding you know, h- how easy do we want life to actually be? Right? Mm-hmm. So, like... Um, I'm sure everyone's going to say extremely easy. Well, I, I forgot who... Some mm-hmm. I just recently heard this quote. It was somebody who's um, successful. Right? So, it was something like um, my dad didn't have... Um, my dad walked to work every single day. Mm-hmm. And he's like, now nah, I drive a- around in a Lexus.
2: Don't be telling your dad. He's like,
1: no, this is not me. This is like the-, okay. the guy's quote. And then he said, my my son is gonna drive around in a Mercedes. Mm-hmm. His son is gonna drive around in a Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. His son is gonna be back to walking. Mm-hmm. And he was like, the what what the reality is is people be- People become successful that have dealt with struggle. Yeah. And the easier and easier we make our children's lives or the next generation's lives and all that kind of stuff, it goes back to where they become so soft that they end up losing everything. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, that's something that I think people don't understand. And when when you see, and I mean, it, it always goes back to politics, but there's like a certain faction, I guess, like the progressives far left and all this kind of stuff that are just like you know we we gotta you know uh kind of like uh what's it called um make it evil successful people are extremely evil and all this kind of stuff and then you know going down to where we just need to make life so easy and you know I have friends that are like you know the whole point is to make the next generation's life easier and easier which I do agree with but not to only to a certain extent because at a certain point the reason why certain people are successful is because they had to just figure it out and Mm -hmm. get there if we stop helping if we take away uh, the ability of people's ability to figure it out i think we make them weak and eventually there's going to be a problem that they're not going to be able to solve because they haven't they don't know the tools to do that that's true and so that's why i think as a society we have to like Balance it because I I don't think it should be it's like where people don't have food to eat and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think it should be like people could just sit on the couch and get paid mm-hmm. and not have to like work to to pay their bills and stuff like that. You know, there's mm-hmm. extremes, you know, so mm-hmm. that's where I think uh, we as a society and that's the argument that I think is happening overall. is like where as a society do we want to fall? And it all starts with the dislike. Yeah, I mean, these are <laughs> seeds, you know. Right. Like, I think that the
2: more seeds that are being planted, the future grows a different type of tree, mm-hmm. you know.
1: So, um, Ooh, that was a bar. Say that again, Kelby. I mean, look, go back and play. play. <laughs> You're such a jazz. Press, press rewind. He huh? forgot already, you don't Man. even remember. Okay,
2: so <laughs> I'm gonna, let, let's jump into this real quick. So, the other day, before he did the Twitter poll. Elon Musk actually did my favorite go through the whole SEC thing to sell like a couple billion dollars worth of his shares in uh, Tesla. Okay. So but then he does the Twitter poll which is like obviously for entertainment. What was it talk about it? So, so just in he, case you haven't seen it. He said like okay, so so I guess we need to go down to what is how do these people pay taxes before we jump into it? So Elon Musk so is worth 300 plus billion dollars. He's worth 310 billion dollars on a really good day. OK, so and you skip the whole part. I won't. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm okay. giving you back. OK, okay go, go, go so Elon Musk is worth about 310 billion dollars on a good day. I don't know what happened in the last two weeks, but his the stock prices went up and they stuck. Right. Whenever you hear news like that, the exact opposite reaction comes you know comes about which is y'all need to pay taxes right mm. and so elon explains look i don't have the money like I, I, clearly, he has money, right. but he doesn't have the money that you think he has. Right. He is worth that in the investment of his company. He owns X amount percentage of his company, and so yes, I'm and he worth owns that. it all in stock. It's all it's mainly in stock. Yeah. So his value and his money is in stock of the company. So he does a Twitter poll that says, "Should I sell stocks of my company so that I can earn an income in order for me to pay taxes?" And of course, and it was not like 99% yes It was like 45, 55 And 55 was yes So he sells it But he had already planned to sell right. it So he sells billions of dollars Like 5 or 6 billion dollars or Something like that A pretty high number And now that is taxable income Because he made it off of selling his shares right. and, uh, and so that happens And now the government is going to get this big fat check From Elon Musk Yesterday or yes, yesterday or today, Bernie Sanders tweeted, These rich people, billionaires, need to pay their taxes, need to pay their fair share. And Elon Musk responds, Dude, I thought you were dead. I,
1: like, for, I, I forget that you're still yeah, alive. I forgot you're
2: alive. <laughs> and he's like, What do you want me to do? Sell more sh- shares? And it's like. And he's like, Just tell me if you
1: need, want me to sell more shares. Exactly. Right. You know, so. But can I time out real quick? Go ahead. Because something happened before this. That's what I was saying. You skipped oh, something. Oh, what, what was that? Right? All right. So the, um, what's the group? The World Health Organization. Oh, yeah. Yes. So okay. this is what initially started it. And then he kept going off of this initial thing. Mm-hmm. So the World Health Organization put out some kind of tweet or whatever that said, um, world hunger can be solved with just $6 billion. Mm-hmm. So Elon tweeted them and said, if you can show me where the money is going to be spent and how six billion dollars can solve world, world hunger, I will sell my shares right now and give you the money. Mm-hmm. And then no response. Mm-hmm. And then he retreated again. He's like, "What's going on?" Because there's this, you know, there's this thing that they always keep preaching is yeah. that, and it, it's once again, evil billionaires aren't like it could just be, you know, Elon Musk could just give six billion dollars and get right. solve it. So Elon Musk is. Elon Musk, my favorite billionaire. That's mm-hmm. what I'm a to around. My favorite billionaire is coming to these streets and like, tell me where the money's going. I will give you the money today. Mm-hmm. Crickets.
2: And you know what? I posted that and the amount of people that said he's such a liar, he's such a scum, he would never do it, da-da-da-da, um, it was a large amount. So many people were just like, I hate this guy. This is such a PR scam and all this stuff. But I was like, bro, what he's asking is not un reasonable there. it's
1: not unreasonable it's the re- reason how he's as rich as he is he doesn't just go through he's like yo show me what what it is and let me make sure this is a good investment and, and show it publicly yeah like, show
2: it public- but we have to take a step back and realize like world hunger has sharply declined in the past like 20 years sure it's 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 been it's been chopped in half yeah. Do people know I don't know if people know that. But world hunger has been chopped in half and it primarily comes from the richest countries in the world, the finances. Um, but that that whole like six billion dollar thing is such a lie. Like it's not true.
1: And he that's what hit the main point he was trying to make is like you either prove it to me that this six billion and I will give you the six billion dollars and yeah. we'll just solve this problem. And I tweeted out, I was like, This guy's stepping up. And if this is a true statement, because I've been hearing this all all the time from like, you know, yeah, our whole life is like, he's like, how great, like, and because I saw the same reaction as you Mm -hmm. and I was like, how great would it be within our lifetime to see one of the biggest issues that we've had to deal with as a, as a society, like global society can be eradicated by this one man stroke of genius, right. Or stroke of a pen or whatever. And, Yo, you motherfuckers have been saying this for our whole lifetime, Mm -hmm. and now you can't step up and show us where the money's going to go so that we can solve this problem? But That just goes to show, like, that is just a thing that they say. Right. You know, how? how? Like, how?
2: When it's all said and done, because... To solve world hunger, you would have to be able to solve a soil problem. You'd have to be able to solve all climate issues. You would have... You know, they're like... Right. You can't... You Skills, c- like, yeah, once again. Yeah, like, it, it's not just this simple thing of, like, I write a check and then it works. Like, everything works.
1: And maybe maybe money is a big hindrance in it. Sure, of but, course it is. But he's saying that... And I 100% believe he would have done it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so, like... um, And so, that's why I'm like, dude... I, I wanted it to be a real thing. I didn't want it to be something where it ended up being where, like, it was, it's just a scam. No, but... Look, I wanted it to be real because I know he would have given the money, and maybe this could have been something that was solved if they were telling the truth about the money.
2: But he doesn't not do anything. Sure. Because here's the thing. With this whole tax situation, the way that Elon Musk makes his money, a lot of it is through the government. Yeah. Okay? It's through... T- um, um, What do they call those things? Um, Subsidies. Subsidies. He gets paid a lot of money through the government because they believe in his idea. And you could see even state governments are like EV. Right. So that's the future. He gets a lot of money through taxpayer dollars. So, sure. Pay your taxes. And that's what he's going to do. Is that going to solve many many issues of our everyday lives? No, he's you know, solving
1: them himself through yeah, his company. Exactly,
2: <laughs> you know, so it's like. But then the next thing is like, what is fair at this point? Okay. Well,
1: let's 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 rewind because I cut you off from the the setup of this whole thing. So, Bert used to, I cut you off when the Bernie Sanders back and forth. Yeah, with like him these and Elon. guys need
2: to pay their fair share. Yeah. So now it's like a conversation of what is fair share,
1: right? So I I
2: read the Biden fiscal taxation plan thing where he's essentially saying, "Hey, look, we are going to come after." Um, um, 400,000 and above right No it's even deeper than that We're going to come after people who have stock in companies And don't want to sell them Did you read that So I haven't read the tax plan I read, every, I read every word of it Cool So it is So he's essentially saying rich people keep getting rich Because they put their money in investments And the investments don't get sold for years So the, so the the investments
1: are getting, they're, in, they're tax not exempt, but they're tax uh, shields. Yeah, but the, the, there's a specific term It's where, called the tax shield.
2: Yeah, okay. So so you're putting your you're putting your money into these things, and you're shielded from paying taxes because it's not liquid cash until you make it liquid. Until you make it liquid, right? So ne- the Biden administration says we need to go after unrealized gains, which is hey, I never sold my stock, so now I'm going to give some of my stock to the government. Talk about why that's dumb. So the, <laughs> the first reason why that's dumb is because how many times well, – well, oh, my goodness. I'm about to get hot. Okay, so I think first people have, an under, under, have to understand what is investing. Right. Okay. I talk about this all the time because people think that they throw their money into things and it earns money somehow and then they get a profit. Right, And this is where I had a little bit of beef with Bitcoin and these like cryptocurrencies because it is not traditional investing. Okay. And so traditional investing is I found a company and or companies and I've read their mission. I am familiar with their personnel and I think that what they're doing will solve a problem for a long time. Therefore, I'm going to invest into it because once they win, I win. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. That is the in, in the ultimate idea of investing. And when you invest into these companies, it helps them accomplish their missions faster or more efficiently or
1: in a smarter way or right. with whatever. Because so, they need funding. Exactly. And as a part of getting the funding from you, they give you a piece of, the of profit. The exactly right. So so it's difficult because now you're
2: essentially saying these rich people are funding companies that are offering people opportunity. Right. And you're saying, well, I need to get a piece of your funding, which is debt, by the way, right. and debt shouldn't be taxed. But we're gonna take money from the top because top people are investing in things that affect the bottom. So if we take the money away from the top, what happens to the bottom? Worse. Okay. So if you're also
1: pulling out, pulling your money out of things that are unrealized, and let's 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 focus. I think that's a really important part, a really really important thing because you know this whole there's this term that I think Reagan. Talked about, which was like trickle down down economics, which is like hated term by people hate hate that term. But that's kind of what you're talking about. Let's let's delve in. Let's get deeper into that. So when you say we're going to hurt the people, because what would happen if so if these one of the reasons that incentivized these individuals to be able to take their money and instead of buying cars or whatever, they want to spend it on themselves or whatnot, mm-hmm. they invest it because one, like you said, that's money that they could save from a, a tax bill at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And it's also, um, mo- the money that's going to grow so they can make more money. Right. So that's their benefit. Right. So we incentivize that, yep. that, that, Incent that incentive then leads to these companies being able to take that money and build new infrastructure, or like you are saying, hire more people. Yeah, right. Which no matter gives- what you do, if
2: you are spending, somebody's money's earning,
1: right? So, so whether-, whether it's that company or through vendors that they're using, so sure. on, is it's giving people jobs. Money's going to uh, to people redistributed, right? So if you de incentivize being able to. Put that money in; it's only gonna hurt the the people at the bottom of that tree. Because so, at the end of the day, that thirty thousand that they're making is way more important—thirty, forty, fifty thousand, whatever their salary is—is is way more important than the tax, like the tax that they're gonna the, these higher people are gonna pay, or that money that they could have invested that they aren't investing because now it's not as incentive for them. They might as well sure. So Part I'll put it to you else.
2: this way. First of all, and I and I, like I don't want to get in trouble for saying this, but I don't think that any company needs to be taxed. Zero. None. It shouldn't exist. And I posted something on my story the other day that said, should pastors be allowed, if it were up to you, should pastors be allowed to be very wealthy? Now, I never said that you needed to be wealthy from pastoring or reverending mm-hmm. or doing clergy work, just in general, if that is your title, are you allowed to be very well? I said yes. You said yes. There was a very small group of people that said yes, but they had caveats. Mm-hmm. But most of the people said, they don't pay taxes. And I said, "Um, why do you think that? Church. And I said, yeah, sure. A church is called a nonprofit organization, just like the ones that you support. Right. They don't pay taxes either However The people that work there That make salary
1: Have to pay income tax They pay
2: income tax Sales tax So The amount of people Who I'm talking about Middle aged people Right 50 plus Who responded to me In this very angry way Said Wait a second They pay taxes I was like yeah (laughs) Yes
1: Unless they're in Texas Florida Nashville, Yeah they
2: pay income taxes
1: They don't. Uh, Right. I'm saying, but yes, if in the States where that is a thing, they pay it. Right.
2: Trust. I have a ton of pastors in my family. (laughs) So I don't think any company needs to pay taxes. Here's why. A company earns a dollar. The government says I need to take 40% of that. So the government takes it. Now you have 60 cents. Then the top has an enormous amount of responsibility and with responsibility comes responsible pay. Mm-hmm. So they're going to take <laughs> they're going to take 25 cents. Then that 25 cents now at gets thir- taxed
1: 45.
2: Yep, but we're we're going to go down the tree really quick. Mm-hmm. That 35 cents gets taxed 15%. Before anybody makes the money, the payroll service takes out seven point something percent. Mm-hmm. And that person takes out seven point something percent. Right. So then you get that. And then and then the and then now if we go back up to the tree, there is how much left. So the government took 40, uh, 15, so we're at 60, 40, 55. So we have how much, like $0.45? Yeah. So now that $0.45 cents has to be distributed through, let's say it's a large company, through a whole lot of people. And a whole lot of people ain't going to make $0.10. Cents.
1: And more importantly, like, there needs to be reserves, too.
2: Right. <laughs> but not only that. There needs to be reserves, but there also, need, there's clearly it's a company, they have plans for the future. Right. So they have to provide... Some form of research and development In order for the company to grow Faster so that your needs are met Because if you're making one cent You're going to want to eventually make two cents Right Right. So people don't really have this understanding That the first dollar that is made Is taxed And then every single time It goes down the tree It is taxed, taxed and then 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 you get your paycheck Somewhere at the bottom-ish, right? You get your paycheck, and then it's been taxed. And then you say, ah, I need to go buy something. Right? I need to go put gas in my car so I can get to work. So then you pay taxes on that. But then you save enough of your money to say, okay, I need to buy a piece of property for me to live in. And then that gets taxed.
1: And even once you paid it off, you still get Oh, pay yeah, taxes. once you paid
2: it off, you're still paying taxes. <laughs> so it's like, at, at what point do we do we favor the government so much that we we've decided to only make 30% of our dollar right yeah. because, and so if you if i if i took this away and and turned it into a into a personal into a personal thing every dollar that you make gets reallocated to go somewhere right every right. single one so if you actually did the percentage of tax that you pay ultimately it's not going to be 20% It's going to be like 45%. Right. And you have things that you need to take care of. What if you're an entrepreneur or what if you have dreams of taking your family somewhere or something like that? It's going to be up to you to decide, well, how can I make more money? But the more money that you make, the more someone else wants a piece of it. Right. So that's why to me, first of all, a company is not a person. They are a collective group of people that are already getting taxed. Take your money from the people and make it a flat tax. If you really want money from everybody, take 10% of everybody's money and then that's it. Leave.
1: And I think we're even thinking of it the wrong way. Because at the end of the day, taxes are the worst investment than we've ever made as a society. Yeah. Because if if we could look at how much wasteful spending the government does... Or spends it on stuff that we don't really benefit from on a direct basis. Or how much that money is allocated to just their own cronies and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't be investing in that. No, of course not. The rate of
2: return is really poor. Yeah. And also, like, people who are really rich, who are investing into the nation, are not getting anything for their money. You know, paying into Social Security doesn't help rich people. Right. Paying into unemployment doesn't help rich people. Paying for whatever it is that you think of is not helping rich people. Even if you consider gas tax, which paves the road, right? Rich people have enough money to go live somewhere where they can pave their own road. Right. So, you and know, look,
1: there's hella potholes in my area right now. Right. And gas prices are going up. So that means these taxes. are. Oh, yeah. They're making more money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so
2: it's like there has to be this new way of thinking about this stuff um, where people don't feel like you're, we're getting taken advantage of. I don't think anybody should be paying taxes. I don't, I don't or hate them, but I just think that the the way it is, it's just not great.
1: Progressive tax, I don't like. Um, flat tax, I think would be cool. At least you know this is how much I'm going to pay, regardless of how much I make, right? Yeah. I make forty thousand. I'm getting paid. I'm, I'm paying fifteen percent. I make hundred thousand, fifteen percent. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. Versus, I make forty thousand. I'm getting. I'm paying this much. Then I jumped the tax bracket and I'm getting paid more, so it's like, then I have to pay more. It's like for what? Purpose? Yeah, it's like it's I'm like is punished it punished for making more money? And more importantly, it's like usually when you get into a higher tax bracket, it means more responsibility, maybe more challenging of a position, all that kind of stuff. If the difference between my easy job versus this job is only a few thousand dollars here or there it's like what's the point of yeah there's no more incentivization for you to do anything and that's the biggest key is incentives right so the government doesn't the the, the tax loopholes or havens as people are, are incentives for these individuals with money to invest and help the economy become better get um Increase the amount of jobs that are available. Invest in uh, invest in companies that could help um, solve some of societal problems and things of that nature. And instead of looking at it like that, sometimes people look at it as like, oh, it's just the rich getting richer. Well, duh. Like money makes money. The more money you have, the more money you're going to be able to make. That's right. just society as it is. But the negative impact that could happen if all of a sudden these evil rich people stop circulating their money through our economy is going to affect is going to affect you know joe, joe nobody right. that is dependent on these companies for their job and i mean our entire like
2: society that. is developed by the by the 1% right. and and i i saw this interview with mark cuban that really opened my eyes you know these billionaires can care less about taxes Yeah, If they get a tax bill, they just pay it right? And I realized that because He was like, they were like, well what do you think about The $400,000, blah 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 He was like, bro, it's like, if you read Between the lines, he's saying I have so much money, and I have access To making so much more money That whatever bill you put in front Of my desk, I will pay it, and then I will just Continue on with my day It is the growing people Who are trying to get there Who are like, damn it 40% 40% of what I did is gone. Right.
1: Because that affects them,
2: right? Oh, it affects them tremendously because yeah. now I have my plan for the next two years is now really my plan for the next five years. Right. You know, so it's just like to me, like it's not really fair. I don't think that this whole idea of fair share, what's fair? Tell me what is fair. Why is it fair that you can go into my portfolio
1: that even I didn't get a lick from yet, but you want it? Why? Let's talk about that because they only they only talk about gains. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about investments, Kelby. Are your investments always making money?
2: No, but that's also not fair as well, too. So you're what are you going to do? You're going to take my investment when it's at the peak, and then and, and, and,
1: and then let, let's say it goes down. Now all of a sudden, are you going to give me back the money that exactly. you took? And I guarantee you, what the answer to that is? No, of course not. And that's what that's where that. Becomes to me a big issue And at the end of the day This is what I look to government And be anybody that tries to raise taxes What are you doing to become more efficient With the money that you already have Well the government is not there to be efficient That's the problem Because at the end of the day We can't So if I take a loan out Which is kind of what taxes are right mm. um, I take a loan out from some, Let's say a bank I take a loan out to start a business pay certain things and stuff like that and i waste this money right or i it doesn't work out i i'm not efficient with the money all of a sudden i need more money i can't just go back to the bank and be like give me more money right they're gonna be like Ooh, wait show me what you do with the money like mm-hmm. what do you plan on doing with this money and all this kind of stuff and if that doesn't make sense to them they're gonna be like nah homie we don't we're not gonna give you any more money right right We don't have that same benefit When it comes to like the government I can't be like yo What happened to all that money you've been taking out of my checks Now Mm -hmm. that you're going to take more money out of my checks It doesn't Mm -hmm. make any sense I want to mention this book that I
2: read But I'm not going to put the title out there (laughs) There's a reason why Clifford the Big Red Dog Sure All right. So they talk about um, This project That the city was trying to to make and the city is in New York. Uh, okay, <laughs> so the city of New York is trying to make this project, and I'm not going to give too many details, but they're trying to make a project, and it's taking an exorbitant amount of time. Uh-huh. And because they don't have anybody who like knows how to do this thing, they just have people who know how to like. Oh yeah, let's do this. Let's hire anybody who does the job cheapest. Now, the funny thing about the government is we want to, first off, the people who are spending don't care because it's not their money. Right. Right. That's the first thing. The second thing is they have this illusion, like, let's whoever is the lowest bidder will get the job. But then that lowest bidding person gets the bid, starts the work, and then it says, <sighs> I got this other job that's paying me much no, more. No, 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 oh. no, no, no. They say. You know what? When we did our analysis, we didn't see this. That's going to cost an extra million dollars. <laughs> I, ah, when we did our initial analysis, we didn't see that. Mm-hmm. That's going to cost an additional $4 million. Right. And this whole thing was like the, inf- the inflation of the price over years and, years and years and years and years was crazy. And so then I learned this other thing. So the government, do you know that the government... Okay, let, let me take a step back because I'm now, I'm now I'm excited. <laughs> Do you know that there are companies that create uh, cement for roads that the cement and whatever could last over 20 years? I did know that actually. Right? Yeah. But the government will not hire those people to fix the roads. Tell me why. Because it is efficient. And if the roads don't break and crack and need fixing every four to five years, guess what happens? They don't have jobs for people. And so I had this conversation with this guy yesterday. Oh, man. He tells me capitalism is so evil because it is the idea that there is endless growth. And I said, that has to be the most ignorant thing I've ever heard. And he said, why? And I said, because... Every company has a mission statement. What that means is once you accomplish the mission, it's over. Let it die. That's why the whole bailout thing was a little bit weird Mm -hmm. because that wasn't a problem for people anymore. Therefore, they're no longer a solution. The infinite growth is the fact that more people exist. That's the infinite growth. When more people exist, people have problems. When people have problems, they desire a solution.
1: When somebody uh, uh, re- realizes that people need something, they sell it to them. So I kind of see both sides of that argument because what you're saying is accurate. What he's saying is accurate, too. Uh, hold on. I'm saying he his
2: mindset is that he thinks that one entity and one product will endlessly grow. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that everything has a life cycle.
1: Sure. But what I also see where you're right, but I think what he's talking about, the evil e- evilness of capitalism is sometimes some of these or um, these companies, let's say big pharma. problem, big not only create the problem, let's say big pharma. Right. And what you just talked about with the cement there's more money in, in there's no money in the solution there's no money in or less money in um, the solution as mu- uh, let's say big pharma they they could have a cure for cancer, mm. but they once they come out with the cure for cancer, the problem becomes then it's cured. Sure. so now they can't make money where more money is off of treating. Sure, I understand. So that. that's where I think he's coming from. But no. what you're saying is, is that yeah, they can make the cure, and then that same company then can go cure something else, right? They don't have to necessarily whatever that mission say can't. Let's just use cancer. They come with the cure for cancer, and then they're like, all right, we solve cancer. Now let's focus. In the meantime, we're making all this money off of off of the cure for cancer. We can use this money to start focusing on sure something else, which is what happens, right? But well, I, 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 <laughs> you no, know, that, that's what happens.
2: Uh, um, that's what R and D is. You know, like sure, but what know, I'm saying is, but but I, I think that strays away from the idea of infinite growth. Right? You know, like you can only do people for x amount of time. Like you can only do people to saying like I don't know how to do this for x amount of time because trust, if cancer gets cured, there's going to be cancer the Michael Jordan variant in a week,
1: mm-hmm. and then
2: they're going to not know how to. Do that too You know And coronavirus Definitely taught us That if there's something That they want They about to figure it out Right Okay But my Like when I asked him I was like What do you mean by Infinite growth He was like That one company Is expecting to exceed Their profits Every quarter And I said Well Will that company Change anything Yeah Are they expecting To sell the same thing And Grow forever. And he's like, Yeah. And I'm like, that's, that's the ignorant part. Yeah, that's not true. Because that that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like um what you're saying is essentially the iPhone 4 should have been the last iPhone. Or actually, honestly, the iPhone one should have been the last right. iPhone. Because they're just trying to sell the same thing over and over and over. Right. And that's the misconception that people have. Infinite growth just means that ultimately there's infinite people.
1: Right. Infinite infinite problems.
2: Infinite people creates infinite problems, right. designing infinite infinite solutions. That doesn't mean that a company won't end. They will. Honestly, Microsoft shouldn't exist anymore. Right. Because they've their mission was to put a computer in every house in the world. And there's a, there's a computer in every house in the world. Right. So multiple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm counting phones, I'm counting <laughs> yeah. all this stuff. Yeah, that's you that's what I'm saying. Multiple. So so, but guess what they did? They changed their mission statement. Right? They're no longer chasing after that mission because it's mission accomplished. Right? So that that's the thing where I think like people need to change their mindset of like, yes, the evils of of capitalism to me is is giving people using inhumane methods to give people what they want. Right? right? Cutting all the corners. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You know, like. I hear it all the time Like education is a scam Sure Ish ish, Right Yes you don't want Dumb people walking around But at the same time too Like Education exists Because The government gave These schools Clear The The clear opportunity To just charge However much they want Right Now I always say I don't know how much it costs To charge a school So I'm not going to make An ignorant statement To just say like It doesn't cost that much I don't know But what I will tell you Is the school Does give you what you want. Mm.
1: Mm. Mm.
2: And you don't ever put the blame on yourself True. for that. I went to school and I studied acting. I had no business. I had no business demanding that I get a degree to learn Shakespeare, which most <laughs> I can't remember today. Right. But I will tell you what. I wanted it. Right. Guess what I did? I got it. There's an old statement that says, be careful what you wish for, because
1: you just might get it. Yep. And I think that's a societal thing where we have to start, because I think it's changing now. But when we were coming through school, it was like, you either get a degree or you're not going to get a good job. You know what I mean? And and like. Now, now we have to
2: ask, like, what degree? <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Now I think people
1: are starting to realize that it's not just having a college degree, right? No. There's certain degrees that are extremely important, I think. hmm Obviously, if you're a doctor, yeah, you better be
2: degreed <laughs> up. My boy. Right?
1: You're an engineer, things like that. But like for me, even like econ, like I could have learned all that. Like whatever I'm doing right now at the job I'm doing, I didn't need no degree for it. But I, I could have learned that you should have had a better plan. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So because there's somebody out there who utilizes their econ degree sure, on a daily basis. That's what I'm saying, though. That's the part of education that isn't talked about that's starting to be talked about now yeah. because a lot of people can i don't think right out of high school everybody's ready to go to college mm-hmm. you know what i mean maybe you need to work a little bit and figure out what your um holes are mm-hmm. and then you can utilize school to plug those holes right mm-hmm. so you learn work ethic you learn the power of a dollar you learn all these types of things versus just going into school taking all of this debt you know what i mean and then like Kind of how you did with your your MBA, right? Mm -hmm. So that degree, I think, is probably you look at it and it's like that's a very valuable degree. But it happened after you worked for a little bit and realized, okay, I'm running this business. There's certain gaps to my understanding, and so let me go to school, learn these gaps, and you know thank thank God and your hard work and everything business is doing so much better Mm -hmm. post degree than it was pre degree. And I've talked to you and you've told me a lot of it has to do with what you learned from school. So like, yeah. So, I mean, I look back at me, I definitely shouldn't have gone to college right out of high school. I wasn't mature enough. I didn't know what I wanted to do and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Unfortunately for the type of um, culture I come from, there was not an option. Right. You just like you're going to school, right? And so but I think I could have benefited a lot from maybe either going to a trade school or just working. And from working, I would have been a lot smarter with what I would have done with that degree. You know what I mean? Um, you
2: know what? I I think like some of this has to do with guidance from home. So there was somebody who was just here recently and her son is 17
1: mm-hmm.
2: and i said well what is your son going to do in any in a year and she said i don't know i've never talked to him about it and i said how many other kids do you have three okay you have three kids this is your youngest one i said what are your other kids doing and she was like i'm not really sure and i was like okay are they in school she's like yeah one's in school i'm not really sure what she's studying we just like go to school and i was like Can I talk to your son, you know? And she's like, yeah. And I said, one more time, you have no clue what he he wants to do. And she was like, yeah, I think he wants to be a cop or a firefighter. And so I was like, call your son right now. I called on her phone and I said, what do you want to do? And he said, I kind of want to do something in business. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) What are you talking about? And your mom said you want to be a firefighter. He was like, I've never had that conversation with my mom. She just kind of saw me, like, looking at a fire station one day and just thought, like, that's what (laughs) So I was like, okay, there has to be this, like, plan of attack from home. Right. Where I don't always think it's the age thing. I think that 18-year-olds go to school with no understanding because no one ever told them. Sure. And (laughs) that's where, like... Even when I was 17, my aunt and uncle used to tell me and my dad ish, you know, told me what they wanted me to do. Half of the reasons why I ended up where I was is because I just didn't want to listen to them. But you know what? It's still forcing me to have to figure it out. Just like the YouTube like button thing. I had to go through adversity to say, like, oh, you know what? Here's a lesson that I didn't want to learn before, but I will learn it now. And I'll say this, like. People think that that. Wealth is transferred from previous generation to next generation. And you know what? You're right. Because when a child sits at the dinner table with mom or dad, and mom and dad are this, this, and that, what is the conversation that is had at the dinner table? It's not the same as the one where mom is just working at the supermarket. Right for sure. You know what I'm saying? And it and tools. It, it yeah, like it you're passing down and who could teach
1: those tools? intellectual wealth. Right. And that is so important. Not only intellectual wealth, habits, discipline, work ethic. Yeah. You know, and you're seeing somebody do it the right way. The
2: real way. And and like I say this about members of my family where I'm like I didn't see you put in the work. So it didn't teach me. To do it Mm -hmm. I never heard you talk about Expanding yourself So it didn't teach me To expand myself These are things like A child has to see And it's tough because you put in a lot of stuff On mom and dad who are not always capable Of Of yeah, who might not know how to do you know, it because
1: they probably didn't see it. You exactly, know what I mean? exactly.
2: So it's like I want to elevate ourselves from this like general narrative of like school is a scam. I'm going to tell you this, dude. I work at a school and y'all don't even understand that there are 40-year-olds that can't think logically. Right. They Like the things that you learn in school, people take for granted every day. They take it for granted
1: every day they just don't know that they're using everything they learned but you don't think that there's you don't think that there's a way or a a time and let's take age out of it i think i i I stick to it where saying i personally at the age of 17 which is when i started college was not ready not because i didn't do well in school and all this kind of things but i wasn't aware of the value of it because I hadn't been through the life experiences to value college to come in with a plan. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but I do think that wouldn't school be more effective, like you said, if people came in with the plan or understanding what they want to gain from school. Yeah, for sure. And that's what I mean by <laughs> but saying it, that it, it there are going to be 17, 18 year olds that do have that plan. Mm-hmm. I also think that there's a lot of 17, 18 year olds that go to school aren't really focused on what they're going to gain from it. Maybe they learned because obviously if you're in those circumstances, you're going to learn something. But I'm saying the efficiency of what the learning could be and that actually leading to a successful life immediately out of college Mm -hmm. will change, I believe, if it was more about being ready to go to college versus just being in college. Um, Well, I can't say that that is true nor I can say
2: is it false because some people find themselves in school. Sure. Sometimes you do have to go through some stuff while you're there to realize this is why I'm here. Right. You people don't always find it just out there, you know, but um, there's
1: a lot less stress you can
2: because well, it's I, no I, one's
1: decision. on. It's no one's fault on how much stress you have on yourself. I'm talking about stress as far as financially. What mm-hmm. I'm saying is finding yourself all these types of things while you're in debt.
2: Well, that just assumes that people are are going into debt to pay for school.
1: I think that because of the type of how much it costs to go to school right now, yeah, it's not a place that you could that you can um, the window of opportunity, or I guess like of it to not just opportunity because, like I said, if if you if you are around swimmers. Mm-hmm. And you're in, in swim school, whether or not you want to be a swimmer or not, you're gonna learn how to swim most more than likely, right? Okay. But if you want to be a swimmer and you're you value that swimming school, you're gonna be a better swimmer because you're gonna take it more seriously and all these types of things because that's what you want to do and want to be in. Okay. So, so what I'm saying is finding there are you you will find benefits from going to school regardless. What I'm saying is if you end up coming out of school $40,000 in debt mm-hmm. It could be minimal gains That you got compared to the amount of money That you spent You For could sure. be a lot more efficient If you were going in with the right mindset Like I said mm-hmm. I I don't know I'm just Let me just ask you mm-hmm. Your undergrad degree or your graduate degree Which one was more expensive? My undergrad degree Because of the years? No Because it was a private school oh, Okay got you but the benefit from your undergrad degree versus the benefit of your graduate degree, what would you say the value is at? Um, I I I I'm not a normal person. <laughs> so you think that they were valued evenly, or you think the undergrad degree was valued more, or what? They're both they're both valuable. But if you had to put like a monetary value on it, it's hard to
2: say that because there are people that went to my school and are and and have the same. Bachelor's degree is me and are doing extraordinarily well. But
1: that's them. I'm but talking that, about that's me. what I'm
2: saying. It's a nuanced thing. It's,
1: but I can't say that. But you're 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 you are absolutely proving my point. Certain people absolutely that come in with the right mindset, right? The right thing. They're in the right in Like they're people are going to make. I'm not saying college is a scam. I'm saying the individual that's going in. So, for example, my degree. Right. Yeah. I'm sure there's people that I went to school with that are in the same degree as me that did wonders with it and are making like, yeah, everything because their focus, their mental focus level or what they wanted to do. They knew this is what they wanted to do. They were there for that reason. And they were able to do that for me. I wasn't that way.
2: okay I'll put it to you this way. Then you and I both have a degree and our outcomes are somewhat similar. Mm -hmm. When I moved to L.A. to go get my bachelor's degree, I had a plan written. Mm-hmm. And it was a long one. I had a well over a hundred-page plan of my life. Okay, dictated of what I'm going to do with my degree and da, da 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 da. Sometimes things don't go according to plan, right? Okay, we're not all Richard Williams. <laughs> However, at the time, I pursued what I wanted, and I got it. Mm-hmm. So that it's not fair to say. And even when I was in school, they would tell you, "Look." Whatever you do is dependent on yourself We're just giving you the skill for you to have the opportunity Right This doesn't determine that you're going to get it And no matter what degree you do Like I have a cousin who is a month away from graduating from med school And he did that in the 90s (laughs) And he never became a doctor Mm -hmm. Um, So And I have another cousin who passed the bar Never did law a day in his life um, so it, it does come down to personal decisions, sure. personal uh, responsibility, and I and I've never gotten a job because I have an MBA. I put that out there. I've never gotten a job because I have an MBA. Um, but I'm different. Like I'm, I'm, my goals are different. You know, somebody can come to me and say, "Hey, I'm the head of blah 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 because I have an MBA." Okay, but my my story is different. So what I'm going to say is the value. Is determined sometimes not necessarily on what you get for it because what you get for it is dependent on you. Yeah. Now I'm- here's the thing, and and we do have to stop because we're at one ten. Okay. Post break. Okay. So we're almost at two hours. Gotcha. So I developed a plan for my students. I hear this all the time, like it's too expensive, blah 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 blah, and <laughs> um. That's not true all the time. I developed a plan with my students who are low income. I have 50 year old students that have never made more than minimum wage in their life ever. And I said, this is how you guys get a four year degree. First, we create the plan. Then we look at the cons. We look at the comps. We look at the pros. We look at the price. I developed a a plan for my students to get a four-year degree that they can pay off while in school in an affordable way. And it exists, and it's not a secret. And I did it for so many people, and I have students that graduated from my program and got a certificate and are going to get their bachelor's degree and are already in the process and are cash-flowing it. So it comes down to, like, who is giving you, just like we go back to our initial conversation of like, who's giving you the gems, right? Somebody has to have gone through the mistakes to tell you don't make those mistakes. right? And for me, I only know this information because I took $100,000 out to learn Shakespeare <laughs> and said, okay, when I have my kids, I'm going to tell them don't do that. Right. But in order for me to say don't do that, I have to tell them what to do.
1: Sure. True. And that's all I'm saying is like, I think times are changing maybe because we're now becoming of the age that's teaching, you know, or yeah. whatever you are. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, what was I, what was my train of thought? Oh, what I'm saying is I think our generation, it was more like, this is the only route. Right. And I think now it's starting to change where it's like, that's not the only route, but if this is going to be the route. These are the things that you need to be focused on while you're taking this route. It's not just get a degree and all of a sudden you get a great job. You know what I mean? So it's like that's where I think it's just changing. And for anybody that's listening, you know, there's different paths. There's different avenues. Like Kelby was saying, just reach out to the people that are in the type of industries or the type of lifestyle that you want. Ask them for their advice. That's what's gonna give you like the best options.
2: But I do love these conversations. I'm a big education person, but it also has to make sense. Um, you know, my kids are gonna have to get a degree, but they have to get a degree that makes sense. Because when I talk to these students, that like I've, I have some students that were locked up for 15 years, and they can't put a sentence together. Like they cannot think critically for themselves. Well, they did put a 15 year sentence together. Sure. Oh boy (laughs) But I I think about Like I think about that stuff Like There are people Who are walking around Who can think critically And are using their, Their education Maybe not in the ways That they expected But they don't know That their brain Has been reformatted And you're able to think A different way than other people are And I've learned so much From working with people Who are just in need of education Mm -hmm. And have never had anybody A believe in them They've never had anybody Give them any tools or guidance Or anything like that So not to say like Oh my kids need to get a degree Or whatever If you want to run an HVAC company That's fine But learn something about business Learn something Learn something But the the additional part will be You're going to have to cash flow it You're going to have to pay for it While you're doing it And luckily I'm dad and I will
1: teach you how to do it. And education isn't also only about university and getting a degree. No, sometimes it's just like the advancement of our culture. Apprenticeship, internships, yeah. just learning from somebody that's already doing it. Like if I'm if I'm going to be a plumber, um, it's probably better to go learn from a plumber than go to get a four year degree in, you know, economics to become a plumber. You know what I mean? That doesn't right, make any right. sense. And there's plumbers. I haven't met a poor plumber. Let me just put it that way. That's that. <laughs> be. Oh, that. Till next time, my friends.
2: So long. And Elon, pay your taxes. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> gr- and all you pastors. <laughs>